Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. TJ and I will be recording a live episode this weekend in San Diego. Uh, that's Saturday, April 28th at 4.20 p.m. at the American Comedy Club. Tickets are limited to 50, so uh, get them as soon as possible. Uh, we'd like to see as many of the genuine 12 and a half out there as possible. Uh, other upcoming dates. Uh, I'll be headlining the Looney Bin in Little Rock, Arkansas, May 9 through 13. I'll be at the, at the Funny Bone in Omaha, May 24th through 27th. I'll be headlining Thursday and Sunday. TJ will be there on the weekend and will probably be doing a live performance for that one. Uh, other funny bone dates, July 5 through 8 in Columbus. I'll be doing uh, the headlining Thursday and Sunday. TJ will be there on the weekend. Same deal, August 2 through 5 in Virginia Beach and uh, also August 9 through 12 in Syracuse. So coming out to those dates, say hello. It's great to be back. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent Irsh. This is Cashing In with TJ Miller. Found the greatest new app. It's called Tincast. And uh, it's great. It's like Tinder for podcasters to find new guests. And I got to tell you, this is exactly the thing I have been looking for. I don't know if you realize this, but I've I've had trouble getting guests over the last four or five years from my show Cashing In. And I've been fortunate to have, uh, you know, a few different fellow particular people fill in. But beyond that... Um, for some reason, uh, people don't either want to do the podcast or uh, something happens to them on the way. Either a terrible injury occurs where they can't make it or, I mean, it's it's been very frustrating. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been not, not ideal, not ideal. But um, now I'm on TinCast and this is perfect. I'm flipping through with my finger here. You can't see it, but I've got a finger. And it flips through, like on Tinder. And um, all you do is look at the profiles, and you can swipe left, and they're available to interview. And, uh, you know, here's a good profile. Look, this one looks interesting. It doesn't have a picture, but it says how they have a great sense of humor. They have uh, flowing locks of hair. Uh, and let me just hear the voice. They have an electronic voice here where I can hear what they'll sound like if they do my podcast. So let's let's hear it. I'm going to flick on it, and I just press the button. 
where they can give me what their voice sounds like, uh, if uh, their electronic voice. They're gonna do the tweets. They're gonna do the tweets. Wow. Okay, I'll push stop. And wow, so that that sounds interesting. Um, but that's just how they sing. That was their singing demo. This is their, um, and that's sort of their falsetto demo. There's different demos on Tincast. This is their um, speaking in slow motion demo. Like if they're in slow motion in a movie, this is their slow motion. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it reminds me of an old friend, but I, I don't know where I don't know where I've I don't know where to place that voice, but uh, it does conjure up memories of somebody I knew in the past. Um, this is their um, like drunk at a party uh, demo. I, I don't know how that's. Let's see. I'm gonna press it. Okay. Yeah, and then I, I'm intrigued by this one. I I uh, I'm seeing parts of a picture of them now. Just the flowing locks of hair. I don't see the face. Um, and uh, I I might just click on this one. It's always a risk. I mean, I've had some problems, you know, uh, you do a podcast with me, realize they're not exactly the right tool for the job, if you know what I'm talking about. Ladies, take a break. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. Mammals, take a break. Reptiles, sit tight. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, but anyway, uh, let me just press, I, there's one more here, one more demo. Um, this is them whistling. I don't know if they have a whistling demo. <laughs> tool time. <laughs> With Tim Allen. <laughs> I don't know. That's a, I think they mixed up their... Men, men you... Ladies, you take a break. Men, you know what I'm talking about. Tool time. <laughs> I don't, is that the whistling demo? Let me press the whistling. I think that was the tool time demo. Here's the whistling demo. Nice nose, but... Okay, you know what? I have to interview this person. I just swiped on it. And uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm Cash Levy. You're on Cashing In. I chose you. Hello. Oh, I, I also swept. Uh, hi, I'm I'm TJ Miller. T- what? TJ? Yeah. Who the? What the? Why who the? the Horton the, 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 the who? The, yeah. It, the, this is amazing. Where the sidewalk ends. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea you were on Tincast. You know, this I've been on Tincast actually for just a couple days. I haven't got any swipes that got me on any podcasts. I was um, really intrigued with your demos. I obviously swiped not left or right, but up when I saw Mark Maron's podcast. Because uh, I was like, what the fuck? Why is he on Tincast in the first place? Uh, but it's just really exciting that we ended up connecting. That's crazy. So you're on Tincast too. Yeah. So we're t- we're Tincasting and I uh, hope the connection sounds okay. Uh, I think so. Listen at home, Here, let is- me, let's, let's, let's make sure that the connection is. <laughs> Twelve time, <laughs> Tim Allen. <laughs> that sounds just as good as your demo. That's fantastic. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, well, yeah. Listen, I buddy, mixed I mean, up the whistling I mean, and the I impression haven't... of Tim Allen. Yeah, uh, categories on the Tin Cast profile. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen you since West Nyack, nineteen ninety nothing. I believe it was nineteen ninety nothing. A Believe him, yeah, it was dancing word bird contest coming up in half an hour. Maybe I'll call you. It Turn was, up the sound. It was, it was so cold. It was so cold in Cleveland the other day. Uh, lawyers had their hands in their own pockets. It was so cold the witch couldn't find her own tit. <laughs> <laughs> the Empire State Building was experiencing shrinkage. <laughs> uh, 
West Nyack. That's and what's weird is I'm still in West Nyack. So I think I just saw you. Yeah, I was. Yeah, we I just was did, working, we were know in the mall we went, with you. Actually, we worked at the mall, and then we uh, just. I decided to come home after the show and do a, do a podcast, and I didn't have any guests, so I did a tin cast. Apparently, you're ready for more. You want to do the show? Yeah, I mean, I would love to. I went straight back to my hotel room, and uh, I was going to do my um, snap, snap, burp, which is what I always do before I go to sleep. Snapple, which, snapple, burp, or burple? Yeah, that's where I drink two snapples. Purple, go, purple burples? Uh, and then yeah. kind of go to bed. And, and that's sort of how, how you Because uh, nobody had swiped. I was just looking at the app, mm-hmm. hoping that somebody would just please. And it wasn't working. I um, Doug Loves Movies didn't respond to my request. Um, <laughs> Chelsea Peretti's uh, yeah. asked Chelsea anything, call me. Yeah. And she didn't swipe back. Um Whatever Maria Bamford's podcast yeah. is, if she has one, I think you know I got no swipe back. This is what's that. great about Tincast. I know? got uh, Mike Kaplan's podcast, and uh, uh, but we just didn't match. He was yeah. too intelligent not a match, for me. Not a match. Yeah, not a match. And then uh, finally, there was of course uh, Big Jay Okerson's podcast with Dan Soder. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you know this. I think you may. But uh, Big Jay Okerson to me is the largest villain in New York City. He's the biggest villain. He is, yeah. he's Gotham City's villain. Yeah. And so, although we exchanged private messages for a while, which were just uh, yeah. dick pics, not pictures of our penis, <laughs> but pictures of people that we think are kind of dicks, uh, just not nice people. Yeah. Uh, we decided we weren't a match. So I was just about to go to sleep. Did I'm you consider? So glad that he did you consider reaching out to the uh, jackhammer of comedy? And who is that? Well, they, he calls himself the Jackhammer of Comedy. He has uh, a podcast called The Jimmy Jack Show. Did uh, you consider... The Jimmy Jack yeah. Jamming. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Jimmy Jack Jamming it. I do jamming it, it with the Jimmy free Jack. Free jamming it on the Jimmy Jack. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's with the Jackhammer of Comedy. You haven't... Uh, to be honest with you, I'm already in oh, my he, Jimmy Jams. He doesn't pull punches. I'm, in my, I'm in my Jimmy Jams. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I thought... I've hey, never done the show, but I've heard it's 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 really a, an enlightening experience. The Jackhammer of Comedy, he's coming to all the improvs. He's He's a... He's a very he's, he's, a, he's a piece of work. He's a, he's he's a, a real piece, piece of work. work. Yeah. He's a piece of work. Piece well, of work. we we did a, a, a live podcast earlier today, and then we went uh, go karting. We took the crowd go karting. We took uh, all twelve people in yeah, the audience yeah. go karting. There were twelve of us. Pretty. It was about. Officially Are you including us? And in that that means that there are only ten audience yeah. members. But we broke double dibit, <laughs> dibit digits. Dibits. We we dibits are double digits yeah. of uh, niblets of niblets. Yeah. yeah, we brought all the niblets with us. Threw them out on the track, and. You know, you are a fantastic driver. Have you ever eaten? You're a you're a you're a chicken gizzards. No, not 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 at this juncture. You haven't. No. Not at this juncture. Not not at this juncture. Not at this intersection. But I've been fixing to. I've been fixing. Yeah. I've been fixing to have a gizzard. Everybody two. in the South is always fixing to do things. I'm fixing <laughs> to fix that there TV set. Why don't you? Well, I'm fixing to. That's the first step. I'm fixing to do it. That's the first and step. And then I'll do it. Um, uh, but we, we went we went on the go karts, and it was so fun. To do it with the people that it was just, so fun. It was so fun. You can't. I not couldn't be smiling. stop saying. Yeah. You can't not be smiling. How fun card. it was! We were in the green room before the Sunday 7 p.m. show, and I just couldn't stop. That was so fun. I couldn't stop saying it. You yeah. got actually really irate and angry, and threw a uh, a case of Red Bull at me. It was empty, <laughs> so it was just cardboard. Didn't yeah. hurt at all. Yeah. 
But I just I and a packet of niblets. Yeah, niblets, just little yeah. tiny nibbies of niblets. And I I really did. I could not stop saying I did. I had some of the most fun I've had in a long well, time. Well, and your track and time. And I couldn't stop yeah. saying how fun it was. And yeah. the reason it was fun was because it was a combo platter, a smorgasbord mm-hmm. if you're mm-hmm. Polish, which Kate is. Very Polish. I've had Blumkeys, which uh, sound like something a junior high student would name a sex act after, but it's a traditional Polish dish. Um, but uh, you know, it's as as far as Poland goes. I think you know they didn't really have a great chance uh, during World War II because of their culinary deficiencies. Is that what you're saying? It, it's not necessarily what they're cooking. It's what they're naming it. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, but we, we had we had a few people. We went go karting, and to me, it just to give people the experience of seeing the show. Some yeah. of them, some of them saw the live podcast mm-hmm. and went to the stand up show. Right. But we and went we down there karting in between. What? Yeah. And went go. What? No, no. I'm saying, and yeah. then to have gone go karting, which I just say. To go karting, yeah, because it is karting, yeah. I mean, I know we all know the carts go, yeah. No one's going stop karting, yeah. No one's just sitting in a cart. Stationary karting, stop wagoning, stay carts, stay carts, <laughs> stay carts. I'm stay- more of a kind of relaxed guy. Right. I, I usually stay cart. Right, right, right before you take off. You As know, my right before you take off or stay stationary yeah. in your stay carts, all your fans are yelling, "Stay where you are, relax." <laughs> Stay card. I want. I don't want to interrupt this story too much, but I'm going to because my wife uh, pulled up next to me. We had separate cars recently, and she rolled down the window. Just recently? Yeah, like when I was home. She rolled down the window. We were both going to meet at a restaurant. The kids were in the car with me, and she rolled down the window. She goes, why are you going that way? And she started yelling at me from the car. And I go, you're backseat driving from another vehicle. Which I thought was... I mean, I did a little bit of yelling. Little backseat, little backseat driving from another car. I, a couple times... That's, well, I don't know what I you did, would call that. I did that. what I love. Other, um, other car? What would you call that? A backseat driving from that another be, vehicle. That would be called, that would be called uh, other car front seat backseat driving. Because <laughs> she was in the front seat of the other right, car, right. obviously, yeah. So, we but I, weren't stay-carting, we were go-carting. Is, this, is, this is the annoying thing about being married, that this kind of thing can happen. It doesn't happen in other relationships. I think There's so. There's never been any I think for me right now, the annoying thing about being married car. is I haven't spoken with Kate in four days. Well, we got to talk about that. We'll talk about we'll that. Finish but first, the go-kart first. So, your we, speed was, we weren't stay-karting. We were go-karting. And I respect your speed because I've driven with you. I think you're a fantastic driver. Thank so you. So, I assumed you were going to win the thing. I didn't see. I actually. actually placed bets. Uh, really, and I was keeping an eye on you. Have a striped yeah, I saw sweater you, on. I saw you had a. I believe it's a Le Mans 1957 sweater. No, but I, uh, I saw that you had a Las Vegas sports betting app yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, I did. You were betting. On- I bet on you out of all the people. Now we did have. Um, there was one girl from Jersey with a leather jacket. I told her beforehand. I thought she was a front runner. Also. I mean, you know, it. Look, and also these were fast carts. These were not slow yeah. carts. No, no, no. These, these were, were go carts. Yeah. Yeah, and so and did you hear me pause for the laughter that didn't happen right <laughs> afterwards? Um, so I was um, I was really excited because people saw the 7 p.m. show. They saw a live podcast yeah. here in West Nyack, New York, which I am still not convinced exists. Not sure even yeah, is, yeah, no one's ever been there. Yeah. The people that came to the show, we said, who here is from 
West Nyack and no one clapped. Yeah. Uh, but so I, uh, I think it's amazing. We had, I couldn't stop saying how fun it was that we did this podcast. It was really, really fun. The audience was wonderful. Um, and then we took them all go-karting for free and I was pretty sure that I was going to win because I'm a trained race car driver. Yeah. I'm certified yeah. from Bondurant School of Driving. He, he, brought, he had his own gloves and helmet just in case this would happen. Yeah, so came, ex- exactly. Yeah. But they were winter mittens and a uh, pom-pom <laughs> covered. <laughs> some old, <laughs> some old rugby helmet oh from 1912. <laughs> Ryan, but- <laughs> Ryan Reynolds from uh, in Deadpool. He and Cade always have uh, awkward conversations, and um, I don't know. I don't know whose fault that is. But uh, he, Cade, was wearing one of those winter hats with the poofy ball on the top. Yeah. yeah. And he said, I like your tooth. And she said, What? <laughs> and he said, I like your tooth. Yeah. As if the volume was the issue. And she yeah. said, thank you, but what do you mean you like my tooth? He goes, that's what we call those hats in Canada. Tooths. <laughs> and I wanted to turn to him and go, you can't call something tooths. You call them teeth. <laughs> so you got to say that's what we call these hats in Canada, yeah. teeth. Yeah. But nope. He said, I love your tooth. We call them tooths. And uh, so I brought that, some mittens, and I was ready to You're go. You're ready to rock, and I've but seen I thought, you drive. But I thought for sure that I was going... I thought you'd win, too, because you are a... What happened is I crashed. I got in, too yeah. aggressive. In your natural state, you are a open-air driver. You, you uh, That's where you thrive. When you get in a car with TJ, he will... You know, the sunroof comes off. I don't care if it's raining like, outside. Or if, or if the car has a sunroof. Yeah. It, I'll take a goddamn a hacksaw yeah. and, that's, and you make know, one. Well, and, you know, uh, the jackhammer of comedy has some jokes about that, too. But the, uh, uh, and you also have our, well, all four uh, windows coming down. You're an open air enthusiast. I and like these are it. Open I, leave air the hat, I leave the hatchback yeah. trunk open. Yeah. Yeah. Your fly is usually open. My fly's open. Your shirt I've, wide open. Yeah, yeah. It's a button-down shirt. Chain flying free open, in the wind. Free. Uh, but yeah, I guess... Scarf, well, like Snoopy. Then you explained the, something that yeah. made me really happy. Okay, so here's you, what happened. We got our results what, afterwards. What yeah, made me happy, just real quick, what made me happy was they got to see live podcasts, which was mm-hmm. so fun. Great show. We took them go-karting for free. Yeah. We skipped the line. It was an hour line. Right, they right. put us right on there. Right. It was only safe to have 10 cars on the track at a time. There were 13 of us that were at the live podcast taping here in West Nyack. They let all 13 of us on the track. Right, right. And um, it was... And then uh, they and, came and to our stand-up show And then they came to the stand-up show. It's so so that's a good it was value. So it was so fun. fun. Yeah, for $25, so you had three shows. That's what I'm thinking. We're thinking of doing more exclusive, I get, uh, I where we do something fun together. I couldn't stop saying how fun that was. Yeah. It was so, you can't not You can't smile. not be smiling. Okay, it's like but, a So you got the results. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like, but it's like being on a water slide, a rope swing. There's certain things you can do where you're just not going to stop smiling. You just can't hiding in a ficus tree and scaring your boss. Those uh, sorts of things. Figure skating, gymnastics. No, neither I'm of those have ever no, made but me. Yeah. That's why they're not sports <laughs> because you're supposed to smile during those sports. And that's my final argument against them I don't not think being a sports. Ton, you're supposed to smile while you're I don't figure think a skating. Ton of you're football supposed to. players are smiling. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Those I don't are, think they're. I don't think they're smiling. That's what I'm saying. They're not. What they're I'm not, saying. Not only are they not smiling, they're not filing. 
They're not filing and they're not flimsing up the number, no. numbers. Let me tell you that they're right not. now. No. What I'm saying is my argument against figure skating and uh, gymnastics is you're supposed to smile. What kind of sport are you supposed to smile during the sport? I find that very disconcerting. Anyway, back to the results. We get oh, it. I see. So because they have to smile during figure skating, you're going, I you're find not that, really that working makes the for sport, it. That makes the sport a little less sporting I was smiling while racing, though. You never see times. a baseball pitcher smiling or a football player smiling or a basketball player about to hit a free throw. Although smiling. I've seen some uh, uh, players in the curling realm uh, giggle their okay. way down the ice. And great, Great example, curling is a drinking game on ice. I mean, it's not exactly... Yeah, you know, curling is softball. It is it's like it softball. Is, it's shuffleboard. It's a drunk. It's a game to play when you're drunk. Yeah, right. It is, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, no. I, I, in fact, America has the curling uh, gold medal. I don't know if you're aware of that. And I just was in Canada. I just played Calgary. I didn't know that. I enjoyed that, that true? city very much. Yeah, and I was really giving them a hard time about it every night. I'm like, so uh, it's got to sting a little bit. Uh, <laughs> America. Uh, winning the gold and the curling, and they were very upset. They, of yeah. course, they're upset because it's always yeah. cold up that's there. That's their, that's their sport. That's their thing. And I love the people of Canada, but uh, they're very prideful about their curling. So we get to, we get around the track, and they Mexico, give you the however, yeah. could care less. Not so good not with the interested in yeah, curling, yeah, in, curling. in any way, shape, or form. So we get, we get around the track. Now they give you your results. All thirteen were posted, and the around the track, the fastest possible time. Just one time around the track. Uh, another fellow won that uh, part of the competition. No, no, no. He won. Uh, you, you're sort of, yeah, whoever. You take your best time. Uh, the, your best time yeah. for the race. Uh, this right. gentleman, uh, Ed, well, I don't know if we can say his name, but Edmund N. Or yeah. Ed, 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 Ed and well, I have the I have the sheet right here. Let me pull it up. Bring it on out. In the meantime, I'm going to tell you a little story about a friend Oh, go ahead. I don't have it. Okay. But in bottom line, you were second with your track time. You were about a, a tenth of a second behind him at the most. Right. And I was about five tenths of a second and third behind you. No, so yeah, I, I was point one. Right. And I was point behind, six. Yeah. I was point six behind him and point five behind you. So we were a second and third. That's great math. But now I found this out. I want to stop and have the listeners just take a moment <laughs> to appreciate that math yeah. that he just did yeah. in his head. Yeah. That's the kind of guy that wears a hat backwards that isn't even a snapback. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not wearing a tin cast shirt for nothing. No, okay. certainly not. And I'm not wearing a tin cast hat for nothing. I know we can't see each other, but, yeah. you know, that's what it is. So, so That's the internet. But I just found out that you were first overall in your average time, and I was second overall. So that so we really did take gold and silver there to some extent, and he took bronze. He, I think, I I did crash. I got aggressive at one point, and I had two cars, and I thought, you know, let's try and push them both out. I got I got greedy, and to be honest with you, when you get greedy, it's not ideal. Not not, not ideal. ideal. Not ideal. Uh, but it it was so when you crash on this course electronically they slow all the cars down yeah. and then you get back in position. But I was sure I had won because I kept passing people. But you're right. He had this miracle lap. Yeah. He had that one lap. And it would have been, it would have been apropos if after the podcast we paid for, got all these people to go cart, not stay cart, but actually yeah. go, go kart. and cart. Uh, you know, for free, 
it it will will. Yep, that's the noise that I always make when I talk about <laughs> racing. And it comes out of my train whistle, which is what I call my wee near. Yeah. And uh, I, I just, it would have been apropos if we had won first and second. You first, me second, whatever. Just, you know, if we had taken the lead. Yeah. But I think in some ways, Edmund, you know, that's quite a story. You know, yeah, he, yeah. he he wanted a signature on his sort of page. I think that gets framed. His uh, the best thing was he came with his girlfriend to the live podcast taping, and she just she was such a sweetheart, and she was so proud yeah. of him. Yeah. You know, that was great. My favorite story. And he was had hurt his right the, hand, yeah. I think, from masturbating. I, I don't I don't know if he revealed that, but he did have a he did have a cast on his hand. And that makes me. Someone hasn't than... been on tin cast very long. <laughs> My favorite story was the father son. Oh yes, Cash father, loves this. Well, the father. You look his average time. It was about forty two seconds. Paternal. About forty two seconds. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also thought it was a fun father son day to go out and do this strange thing together. And I enjoyed watching. Well, that. I think, I think that the son um, was, was the part of the twelve and a yeah. half. And the father was like, what the fuck is this? The, yeah. the father was like, I guess this is the way that I have to spend time with my son <laughs> on a Sunday. My son's, yeah. Meanwhile, he's... we drag him into a small room in a mall. No, no, in a comedy club in a mall in West Nyack. This guy's in his late 50s, early 60s, yeah. looking at us in the beginning of the show going, why is this man playing trombone, first of all? <laughs> And second of all, why they, we just sit here and watch them talk yeah. into microphones? Who is this jockey but sitting the, next to but, him? But then he kind of got into the show. Yeah. And then what did he do for the race? Well, he, was, he averaged about 42 seconds around the track, but there was one time around the track where I think he just said... That's not true. 32. No, no, no. It was 42, but one time around the track... I'm going to go get the... I'll go get he the... Goes, he just goes... Fuck it, and he gets he gets a thirty two. He dropped ten seconds off. Ah, uh, yeah. So, that's so there was one. You. There was one uh, time around the track where he just threw caution to the wind. I love so, that. Yeah, because I never throw caution to the rain or the hail or the snow. Throw it to the wind. Throw it to the wind. Yeah. You know why? Let the wind do its job. <laughs> has anybody ever before back. I do the triple banger? Has, has anybody ever had a great rainy day? Like I'm I'm saying that was one of the best days of my life, and you realize it rained. Let's do a triple bang. Okay. Well, but can you answer that just before I do? Do people really love rain? They say they like the rain, but I've never noticed at the end of a rainy day going, God, that was one of the greatest days of my life. Have you ever? All right. I'd that? love to hear the listeners. Um, have you, you had know, a great sort of rainy opinion day? on this. Yes. You have. Okay. And here's where it is. It affects my mood. In New Orleans. Okay. And here's uh, why. Okay. The rain is warm. Oh, there you go. And okay. so here's okay. the thing that you can yeah. do that you can't do anywhere else. And Kate and I have done this a couple of times in New Orleans. We're lucky to have family in New Orleans, Nolans as they call it. And sometimes in Nolans it'll rain and the rain will be warm and you have access to a pool. And swimming in a pool while it's raining. Oh, I love swimming in pools while it's raining. Great point. You're Hold on a points. second. Yeah. yeah. That's that. That yeah. is. Because I like going under the water and rainy watching day. the drops. Yeah. Great rainy day. Good point. You, I you don't won. watch the you drops. Won. You well, won that. it's not. It wasn't a competition. Touche. Uh, but I did win. Touche. Yeah, it is a touche. And yeah, I, you must feel like a douche, Jay. You won that round. <laughs> 
Triple banger lightning round. We're going to do this old school. I'm going to run through these three really quick. This is the way Let's it is, it. just like we used to do it. We got to get back to it because we're getting, getting back, back, to to getting back to the podcast. Because getting back into the what, rhythm. What are we doing here? To am the rhythm I, am of I, the night. You know, are, we, are, we, are we working for the man, yeah. HBO, or are we, are we in our... Grassroots. That's this right. Grass grassroots. Campaign. Triple banger lightning round. Question one. Question one. Wall Street. Wall Street. Make up your mind. I think a street is a wall between <laughs> you and the earth beneath it. Okay. So this a, a wall street is the street being a horizontal wall between the open air sky and the earth and the earth's core. Triple banger lightning round. Question, question two, two, question two, two, two. The Knickerbockers. What the fuck are you? What are you? I thought it was a restaurant in New York. <laughs> right? There's a basketball team, the Knickerbockers, but I don't know what the Knickerbockers are. I don't know why I don't know you thought is. I would. I, I don't know why you thought. Up. No, no, no. I don't know why you thought that I would know that there was a basketball team <laughs> called the Knickerbockers. But this is a true story. Uh, one of our claims to fame was um, the. Uh, now I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. That's so embarrassing. But um, we had there was a traveling novelty basketball team like the Harlem Globetrotters, okay. like the Harlem the Troppers. That's they're the ones from Florida, not the Trotters. That's right, yeah, the, the Globetrotters. Yeah, the, the, the Globetrotters are mainly a Florida-based. They all uh, basketball. have fluorescent uh, button-down shirts. <laughs> their shorts leave and open down yeah. to the yeah. chest here, nipple yeah. area. Um, um, it, I think it was Chester's. But it might not have been. It was uh, the the redheads, and it was all basketball novelty basketball players that had red hair. Yeah, and uh, one of our relatives was the coach of that team, and they would travel and play. Other, one of your relatives? Yes, play Harlem Globetrotter. The Washington Generals. They're the patsies for the. No, 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 no. But I mean, yeah, yeah. It was something. Something like, like that. that. It was called. Um, you know, we have, of course, the rights to the movie. I, I'm, I'm going to text Miller Davis right now and find out and figure out what the name was it because you can look it up. It's, it's really there. Really? I, I am part of a lineage of a novelty basketball women's redhead team that traveled the United States. Of See, America. that's something to be proud of. My mom told me that uh, somebody in my past came over on the Mayflower, possibly. Really? And I'd be much more proud really? of being a part of the gold well, what's your claim trappers what, what, lineage. Yeah, well, yeah. No, I don't really have a claim to fame. You don't have you any? You know what it is? It's this show, Cashing It with T.J. Miller. I love it. Triple banger lightning round. Question three. Question three. Uh, New York was founded 400 years ago. At what point do we drop the new part? Should it be called York at this point? Well, I was going to say, I think as soon as York kind of gives it up. Yeah. I think York needs to go away. Oh, well then, what do you call it then? You drop well, the new once, and the York? No, once York, the original York, yeah. is gone. Oh, where's that located? Then York? Yeah. That should be called Old York. Well, but it's not that old. <laughs> it's not as old as Old York. <laughs> Is there an older York? Oh, of course. Where's York? There's old York, there's yeah. York, and there's New York. Ancient York? 
There is no ancient York that we found, <laughs> but there was an Indiana Jones plot for the fourth one that uh, was centered around that. Was really? Ancient York. No, not really. <laughs> and uh, but it was it was truly uh, yeah. you know I think York Yorkshire even once that goes away we can change New York to Olson's. Here's what it was. Okay. Olson's All American Redheads, and that wow. is a real thing. And we want to do a movie about it. But it's I want to do a um, I want to do a sort of. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to do. Sorry, texting with Miller right now. Yeah, uh, I'd like to do a League of Their Own kind of movie. Oh, that's great! That we should do that because I love that movie. Do you love that movie? I might yes, watch it it's tonight. A good movie. There's no crying in baseball. I, yeah, it's and you movie. know why is that the line that sticks? There's so many funny lines, but. I think it's a very masculine line yeah. to say. There's yeah. no crying in baseball. Got to be honest with you, there's a lot of crying in baseball. <laughs> I've seen a few World Series where they cut to the dugout, and there's there's some waterworks going yeah, on. that's true. Certainly after the game. Have you ever cried after a baseball game that you lost? No. In fact, I'm running a, a story with my kids. They don't believe. I keep, I, I, I'm leading, I've told them that I've never cried. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, but kids, is it true? My kids believe I've never cried. I know it's true that you lie to your children, but I'm asking you. <laughs> I also told them they've, they 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 were born with tails. Really? Yeah. And we, I told and my we godson when I said that his nipples were eyes that <laughs> no. would develop into, you know, full blown ocular, yeah. and then his eyes would become nipples. Yeah. yeah. Wait. So. Okay, uh, I've I know you lied. Yes, I have cried before. So you're sort of you're spinning this yarn. Yeah, I, I've cried before. We've talked about it. I cried uh, on the airplane during almost any movie. For some reason, you get emotional up there. I don't know why. It's I think like it's the altitude. To, it's got to be. Yeah, yeah. You, you'll you'll cry during almost any type of movie uh, on an airplane. I'm doing. I know, will. I'm doing a set right now, which yeah. I did in West Nyack. Where I sort of cry at the end right, of the set, yeah. which is that. Listen, and everyone listening right now, it makes for a great evening. You really want to see a show <laughs> where at the end of the show, the uh, you know the headliner is crying, crying on yeah. the way out. Uh, but I really do. Um, uh, you know, I, and the crowd's usually been bawling for at least half an hour before you hit that. Yeah, point. I, yeah. I know they're like, so you're just joining will this really? end, please, when this end. But I, I, so I cry every night when I work for real. Yeah. Really cry, yeah. and it takes a lot out of you. Yeah, I mean, it's that's, hard. To I think cry. that's why people don't like to cry because sometimes they get off stage, and you know, you lately, at least here in Nyack, you've been going on stage saying good night. Doing a very funny joke, which is, listen, if you've yeah. been drinking and you're going to drive, we want you to be safe. Take the back roads. Turn off your lights. And as you're doing that, I'm still crying backstage trying to did the- collect myself and put it together. Yeah. Here's the interesting thing about crying uh, in a performance, because I was in a play. There's no crying in baseball, but there's yeah. a lot of crying in gymnastics <laughs> and figure That's skating. That's right. That's right. But- when I was in college, I, I was in a play where I had to cry every night, and I was supposed to cry in a funny way. And what I wasn't. Was the play? I, it was called House of Blue Leaves, okay. and uh, I was I'm unable. Not I was enough to know that, but I'm sure Kate. It was the third like, act. Oh yeah, that was written in. It was the third act of the play, and I was supposed to be crying, and I was supposed to be funny, sort of an over the top 
directors, I remember it, uh, who's crying in a very dramatic, funny way. What and was I, was, their name? I, I was unable to. What was that director's name? I don't. I don't remember. Like the, that, my character's we, dr- name. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember. No, no, no. But, I mean the director of that play. Oh, I don't remember. Well, we got to find that out because I'd like to publicly embarrass him on this. <laughs> well, I can tell you this right now. Pr- crying uh, for laughs, there's a real skill to that, and I was unable to do it. And I think some of the great comic actresses can cry in a funny way. Um, you know, Examples. I think, well, okay, uh, Kirstie Alley on Cheers, I think that was her claim to fame. That she was a funny, comedic crier, don't you think? You might be right. Yeah, I'm just the saying there's an that- art to it. There's an art to it. Yeah, there's... it's hard to do. I it, it takes some skill. So I think what you're doing up there is, you know, uh, nothing, uh, nothing to sneeze at. That's yeah, what I'm trying to say. Nothing to sneeze at, but you may cough as you ask for the check and try and get <laughs> nothing, the fuck out nothing of there. Nothing to sneeze at. That was your. When you weren't wherever you are now, where were you? Yeah, we're we're moving it along. We're, we're sticking to the segments, to the you know, to the to the uh, T to the blueprint, <laughs> close to the teat, as they call it. Well, we we're talking about where we were. We're talking about our our, our wives. We we're talking, we, we we saw our wives, um, and um, great. All right, let's move well, on to the next segment. I I think that went yeah. And then uh, we had our cell phones. We could talk about that. I'm having a difficult time with Surrey. I don't like Surrey. You're not liking Siri right really, now. We really like out of a relationship. Maybe Siri may be upset that you're pronouncing your name Surrey. You we, I, I'm not going to show a it would computer be like, the respect. It would be like, it would, why, 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 why? I can call her whatever the hell she wants. It would, I want to well, that's first of all, that is roboticist, which is <laughs> racist for robots. Right, right. And second of all, um, you know, Karen Sony, who's in Deadpool and Office Christmas Party and a bunch of stuff. You know, I, I think he would be difficult with me if I called him Karan Sony. Look, these are computers, and they've they've got a little extra attitude lately. Okay, and this is a true story. I said, sure, they should be considered wife, tech when slaves. I, when I call April, I say, call my wife. Okay, I press the thing. Siri's supposed to listen. Call my wife. So she didn't call her twice in a row, and then she goes, "Would you talk to your mom with that mouth?" She said that to me. No. Yeah. And I looked down at what she thought I had said and printed on the phone was, uh, fuck my wife. So she thought I had said that. So I said, you're the one with the dirty mind here. All I I wanted you to do was call my wife. And also, you don't have a mom. So... Would you talk to your mother with it? Would you talk to your creator with it? But I can't win. You can't win in an argument with a computer. That's what I realized. I was yelling at her. I was angry at Siri. Well, I it's it's Siri. It's Siri. You got to call her Siri. So I'm certainly not going to show her that respect now. Well, after she accused me of talking that way, I I I always have the problem of saying, um, "Call my wife," and then uh, the it'll say. Uh, calling K8 Miller yeah. Mobile. Yeah. And then I'll suddenly say, oh, on speaker. Yeah. And she won't respond. And that kind of puts me in a bad mood. And then I carry that into the conversation with the human that I'm talking to. And so I don't like that at all. All bets are off. I another like one is. In the court of law, you should be another able to one is. Use that I, as a I mispronounce yeah. seriously. Mm-hmm. I, I say seriously. Yeah. And she'll always come on and say, what do you want? And I'm going, nothing from you. God damn it. <laughs> Shut your mouth and call my wife. Calling K8 on speaker. Calling K8 not on speaker. Yeah, yeah. little. It makes me upset. Look, the, the phone thing. Which little? What did she say? 
Yeah, look, let's let's do a little bit of this, right? Call my wife. Calling Kate Miller. On speaker. See, she won't do it. Can't believe it. Okay, yeah, she ready? didn't even respond. Watch this. So she ready? can't take hey, two. But I, I'll take. Yeah. Siri, what do you call me? You're TJ. But since we are friends, I get to call you Kelly Henry. <laughs> what? Let's let that sit a little bit with everybody. Let's let that sit with everyone listening right now, okay? Siri just said, you're TJ. She knows who I am. Uh, And then she said, but because we're friends, which I don't consider us friends, I certainly wouldn't tell her like our good friend MP, as we'll call him on the podcast, Uh, the first time I ever worked a club in Indiana as an MC, yeah, uh, told me on our first car ride to the club that he was dating a squirter, and he can't masturbate to anything but squirt <laughs> porn because of it. Uh, okay, I don't, I don't consider as uh, you said. Would you I, talk to your mom with that mouth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like you said, you really have to be good friends with someone to say yeah. I'm dating a squirter. And I'm having trouble masturbating. That's something you only that would tell your closest. Uh, I don't think you tell anybody that. Yeah. I think you just keep that to you and whoever's squirting on you. But I've Siri is tell, not yeah. a best friend. Yeah. And and it is very strange that she's like, but because we're friends, I can call you Kelly Henry. And where did that name come from? I don't know. Wow. Well, Kelly, so you have a very disturbing Kelly must be Irish. Yeah, but I mean, you have a tough relationship with her too. Look, the cell phones. Here's here's my feeling about the whole thing. I I just realized that my cell phone now has a do not disturb button I can press. Oh yes, I like this theory that you have. Now, why why isn't the do not disturb part the default position? Like. Basically, your cell phone is acknowledging that its existence is there to disturb you and that you're disturbed by it and you can be disturbed by it at any moment. At any moment, someone can reach out and ruin your day. And that's why my cell phone's off a lot, because if I'm in a good mood, I feel it's too risky to check any messages. How can my mood get that much better if it's in pretty solid state? So I try to leave it off as much as possible. And now it's always in the do not disturb. Why? And that's the other thing. I can search the web yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah. But I want to. I, I wanted to ask her, Siri. Why are cell phones always not on? Do not disturb. Okay, I found this on the web for why our cell phones always not on. Do not disturb. Okay, to yeah. see that doesn't help at all here. Ready? But I. I think I said it wrong. I can Siri, shouldn't all of our phones always be on do not disturb? I'm sorry. She's right. I mean, in that point, she did own up to it. <laughs> she just said, I'm sorry. I just, I, I find it completely unfathomable why you can be like at an airport or a restaurant anywhere. And I figure there's a certain percentage of people that are already in a reasonable mood and they're all on their cell phones and they're risking Bringing their mood down a notch. If you're already in a reasonably good mood, don't you feel that it's risky to be in contact with the outside world? Someone is reaching out, asking a question, needing something, trying to bother you. Maybe this Should is... Should I just buy a cave now? Maybe. <laughs> maybe this is the gin talking. <laughs> but perhaps all of this could be avoided 
if there was a rule where your cell phone turned off unless if you were using it for more than 30, 40 minutes, you had to press it against your genitalia. So you had to put your penis against the screen. This is your answer. Yes. <laughs> or you had to press or insert it into your vagina. That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering, you know, would what what is a deterrent that will make people... Because that's how personal it's become. I mean, we're looking, we're Googling ourselves, we're texting, yeah. you know, sexy messages to the people that we're with. I mean, at some point, don't we have to... Because now, do you know now that they have facial recognition? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can unlock your phone just by it knowing what you look like, even if you have different hairstyle, different uh, facial hair, which happens to me a lot. The phone will unlock that way. How much longer until we have to use these genitals that we use so rarely... To open our phones. I'm Charlie Rose. <laughs> this is 60 Minutes. I on NBC. I'm Fred Terrybuckle, CNBBC, CC, DC News. <laughs> Ribbons Hibberbibber, DRG 5612 Frank Jackerwalker, DBCC, PP News. Signing off, Tim Hibberbither, <laughs> Randy Wankang, Outlet McStallister. <laughs> 101.6, the hawk nonstop. <laughs> Rock until you cock. 5012-603-214 is my phone number. <laughs> Signing off, CNBC, Ragdad. <laughs> Essentially, this Which is, is like Baghdad, but everyone's dressed in rags. <laughs> uh, I like it. I like it. Um... Every every time I'm watching a sporting event, they'll mention that so and so, you know, like one of the athletes lost. Like in, in uh, Fred Hibberbacker uh, is about to uh, throw the uh, javelin, Ugh, and it's he, a hard one for Hibberbacker yeah, to lose. And, that, uh, yeah, and he lost 37 feet of intestines back in 1982, and uh, he's. But he's back. It seems like all the athletes. It seems like you can lose a, a lot of intestine and be just fine, and still be an Olympic athlete. Do we need our intestines? That's the essential question. Do we even need them at this point? Do we need any intestines? I thought you were making your way to a joke that you've told before, <laughs> which is like every Olympic story is like she grew up a Chinese girl right. trapped in a factory janitor's room, right, right. but she was able to work out every day throwing a discus plate at the wall in the three foot by three foot, or sorry, three meter by yeah. three meter yeah. Chinese giant, uh, janitor uh Janner's closet in the factory, but you didn't, and you no. made a very good point. It do seems like so many stories are about how people lost their intestines in a car accident. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna I'm wondering, do we? I'm going to tell it? you something because yeah. K8 uh, doesn't listen to podcast. Okay. I think she doesn't have the time. She has a successful career, sure. and a lot of what I say on the podcast is crap, incredibly offensive. Yes, exactly. So um, my doctor, <laughs> I had an endoscopy, which is yeah. where they put a camera down your throat and okay. they were going to see if my, um, the acid reflux that I have was affecting my throat or it permanently affected my esophagus, all that. So you go under anesthesia for that. And I want to say that anesthesia for me, uh, is something to look forward to. 
My mother is a person who says, well, I mean, you know, what's going to happen? Some people, you, you know, they they go under and they never come back. I mean, you know, people die from this thing. I'm like, what is better than that? You're just high. You think things are going to get better and then it's over. It's the greatest thing in the world. So I told Kate, I said, look, I have an answer or an advanced directive um, and sort of a, a will and a trust and all that. And so if I happen to die, a, you know, a okay. And, uh, I, uh, I went under the anesthesia, but I wasn't high at all beforehand. You know, that's what you look forward to with a surgery okay. or any sort of procedure yeah. is you expect that you're paying the money to get, you know, Dilaudid, even propanol. You're, I don't, I don't believe the doctors see it this way. Yeah. But, but I like yeah, your perspective. But, but, but it, 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 at least, you <laughs> yeah, know, you, doctor, I'm paying good money you, for this. You should have 30 seconds to a minute and a half where you're like, You should yeah. put that in your tin cast demo. Well, yes, yeah, I like look, that. Hey, I've been tin casting for 24 hours, <laughs> and I think I found someone that I hope to be on their show at least once more. So, I, uh, I, but I didn't get high at all. I just passed out. I was asleep, and they did the endoscopy, and he said, "You're fine. You don't have any permanent damage from acid reflux or anything like that." And he said, "But you know, the real killer." is uh, taking a, a bunch of drugs at once. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. And he said, I mean, you really, you can, you know, that's what makes you not wake up, is if you take, you know, a bunch of drugs, yeah, different drugs at once. Yeah. And I, I looked at him and I kind of wanted to, <laughs> I don't know why, but I wanted to say like, are you taking a bunch of drugs at once? Like, is this you reaching out is to me? What's, 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 yeah, what's, what's happening here? What are you trying to say here, Doctor? And, and, but he really was. He was like, you know, because then he goes, psst, psst. Yeah, but, psst, hey, look. Uh, Opens up the I'm drawer. On, I'm on a lot of Valium <laughs> and Ativan, and I've been drinking and smoking marijuana. And I love lately all doctors, yeah. every doctor that I've come into contact with, They'll say, even in states where it is not legal, uh, they will say, so what drugs do you take? And then I tell them I take Cupra, an anti-seizure medication, uh, Levitorosam. Yeah. Uh, I take Lamictal, uh, which is Lamitogen, is the generic, and that's an anti-mania okay. uh, medication. And I love, I hate, I love and I hate the question, and everybody listening right now has had this experience. I love and I hate when they ask you, uh, do you smoke? And I say, cigarettes? Uh, no. Okay. Anything, and do you, any illicit drugs? Oh, well, I have a prescription for marijuana for anxiety, and it's also a third tier seizure insurance medication. And no doctor ever has any, they, they're all like, yep, yep, okay. They they just right. you know now right. it's come to a point where they have to say right. yeah we understand marijuana is you know a, a a positive drug but I love the question when they go do you drink because uh, I'm a very honest guy you know I try and be completely transparent with Kate and uh, I always say uh, yeah I do drink 
And they go, because they always do this. They go, yeah. about how many drinks do you have a day? Yeah. And then the conversation gets much more complicated <laughs> than I think they expected. <laughs> I should really talk about this in my stand-up. It's, it suddenly becomes a conversation that they thought was just going to be an answer. They thought it is, about how many drinks do you have a day? Right. And most people say, oh, I don't know, maybe right. a glass of wine, right. two glasses of wine. They probably expect and white say, wine with dinner. I say, um... Well, I mean, you know, it depends on the day or kind of what's going on contextually in my life. And they're like, okay, but, you know, about how many, again, these are doctors, about how many drinks would you say a day? I said, you know, are you talking about ounces of liquor? And they're like, I I, I don't know, because now now I'm in a territory they're not familiar with. So I go, uh, are you talking about ounces of liquor? Are you talking about, because if I have a double gin and tonic, is that two drinks? And I, I drink gin and soda, not gin and tonic. Tonic is just sugar water. Might as well have God damn. What is that terrible Mountain Dew wannabe? What is it? Surge? No, slice. Slice? No, something. It's some... Squirt. Squirt. Oh, yeah. Back to squirting. Squirting. So, and we've come full circle. And we're back to squirting. And scene. And, and squaring. <laughs> Squirrient. Uh, and so they'll say. And stay carded. And stay. Where are you carded? Uh, hey, who carded? You know, whoever, whoever, <laughs> whoever smelt it. Kelped it. <laughs> Have you ever said that yeah. at a uh, seafood restaurant? Whoever smelled it, kelped it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and then I say, well, do you mean, you know, a glass you, of you wine? You ever been a Mongolian barbecue and sent it back? <laughs> <laughs> or you actually were the one making, you, you're the one making the Mongolian barbecue. I think you mean Korean. No, it's Mongolian. I, I did a Mongolian barbecue and I actually... I have all, never I heard of back. one person say Mongolian oh, barbecue. yeah. yeah. It's Korean barbecue. I know. This one's called Mongolian barbecue. It was Mongolian in barbecue is where you cook the food yourself and then you fuck all of the women in the country and try <laughs> and have children with I don't, them. I don't believe that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's a Genghis Khan joke. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, okay, finish the doctor thing. So I am curious. I interrupted you. So I no, 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 It's okay. So I don't know. So I. You go to a salad bar, send the salad bar. Sorry, yeah. Salad bag? Salad bob. You sell a salad bob? <laughs> they call me. <laughs> They call me salad Carnivores, Bob. take a break. How many people do you think, they're like, hey, they call me salad Bob. Vegetarians, you know why? what I'm talking about. Because I love salads. Like, how many people have a nickname that has salad in it? Like, it's like- Salad Bob. They call me Salad Sam. Why? Because it, you know, it, it's, there's alliteration and I love salads. They call me Ivan the Terrible Salad. <laughs> you love this I'm a terrible it. I'm joke and I don't it. think okay. it's going to okay. work I know. ever uh, so uh, <laughs> it gets complicated the doctor the doctor doesn't know what to say well so how many I mean what are we talking about do you have you know two gin and double so what is that four drinks in a night and I'm going what is a drink to you you know because a drink to me is a double gin and soda yeah. but are you talking about an ounce of liquor at this point they're going well, how many, I don't know, how many ounces of liquor are you having? Well, it depends on the situation. I mean, you know, some nights I'll finish an entire bottle of gin. And they just are like, what? What do you mean? So I go from saying, 
Do you smoke cigarettes? And I yeah. go, no, 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 no nicotine for right. me. To a full-blown discussion with a medical professional about uh, how much how much alcohol do you consume a night? Well, it depends. I mean, if things are going really bad, you know, we're looking at 15 to 20 drinks and their jaw drops down beyond their uh, stethoscope, okay? And I recently got this endoscopy and the anesthesiologist, who most anesthesiologists should uh, call you the night before, at least talk to you and explain what they're going to do. You know, you're not supposed to eat uh, after 5 a.m. or drink any water before you get a procedure. They never told me that I wasn't supposed to drink in the last 24 hours. So they said, have you had a drink in the last 24 hours? And I said, yeah, you know, Kate and I went out. And things are not going great right now. And uh, the world is attacking us. And uh, so, yeah, I had a couple of drinks. They said, well, how many is a couple? I said, well, you know, a few doubles. And they said, well, how many is a few? I said, well, you know, quite, you know, quite a, quite a, quite a few doubles. And they said, okay, well, I think you should be okay. They went and they checked with the doctor. And the anesthesiologist came back and he said, Okay, I think we're fine to do the procedure, but um, I'm sorry, nurse, because there was a nurse in the room. Nurse, do you do you smell alcohol? Do you do you have, do you have alcohol on your breath? And I said, uh, I don't think so. And they said, Have you been drink? Have you been drinking this morning? And I was like, No, I'm, no. I mean, I wasn't supposed to drink or eat or anything after five a.m. Sure, yeah. And uh, they both go, yeah, but I it really smells like alcohol. Nur- nurse, can you smell? And she goes, yeah, yeah, it, it smells like alcohol. And uh, that was when I had one of the more awkward interactions I've ever had with a medical professional. And that is that I said, well, I have been wearing this shirt for three days. <laughs> and they said, what? Why? And I said, um... Why well, I, I just I don't have a lot of clothing in New York. Okay, imagine just me saying all of these things in a row. I don't have a lot of clothing in New York. I've been performing. Part of my act is spilling beer all over my shirt. So uh, I probably smell like alcohol, even though I haven't been drinking it. So it's the yeah. shirt that has beer all I over. I bathe in alcohol. And the two of them looked at each other like, this is the most ludicrous <laughs> explanation. You're telling us you're a comedian who spills alcohol on their shirt and has worn this shirt for three days after a show three days ago. And you're now in here for an endoscopy. Uh, and I'm your anesthesiologist. And the nurse and I are supposed to believe that you weren't drinking this morning, you just have a shirt covered in beer from your performance, from your act. And I said, yep. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if it's just a great clinic or they got kind of loose, sort of, but uh, he took a beat and he went, okay, yeah, I think we can still do it. We'll just give you a little less <laughs> propanol. Said, you're going to need all of your intestines. Yes. Well, and so here's the thing. So you're right. To circle back, uh, they went in and they went all the way down uh, and he said, everything looks great. Uh, your small, inte- it was either large intestine or small. You've got some corroded and there's a flap that does it. But you know what? Most people have that. Yeah. 
And it was, again, this idea of like, you know, uh, everybody's intestines are, are an issue. But then, again, he kind of leaned in and he went, the real problem, though, is taking multiple poly usage of substances, poly substance mm. usage. And I said, okay, yeah, no, I get that, definitely. And I go, and marijuana's fun. I can I can have drinks and, yeah. and, and smoke marijuana. And he goes, yeah, marijuana's not a problem. I'm just, I'm talking about poly substance abuse. And I just wanted to say to him, like, buddy, I don't know what that is, but you do. And are you trying to tell me you need help? Do I need to talk to someone in your hospital and be like, this guy keeps saying polysubstance abuse and I don't even know what that is? Uh, I love it. I want to go to that doctor. I want to find him. Like 85% of superheroes, this is Maskers. All right, we got to get out of here pretty soon here. It's getting pretty late at night. And I just thanks so much for being on my tin cast with me. This is amazing. I can't believe um, we matched. Because um, I was on Tumble, yeah. which is Tinder Bumble, but also for people that are Tumblers. And so you got to have a podcast. <laughs> you got to have the Tinder type app. And you also have to be a gymnast. And I got to tell it's you, it's a hard thing to get into. Well, yeah. for me, Tumble, I just didn't match with anybody because all their profile pictures are just gymnasts smiling. And I'm going, that's not a goddamn sport. <laughs> um, what I'm, are we playing? Ball pit tennis over here? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's ridiculous. It really is. Um, uh, have you, have you ever Frieder, played tennis in, gym, right? in a ball pit? No, I haven't. Not yet. Uh, me neither. You know, the real problem these days. <laughs> Is multi-sport <laughs> triangulating? It's polysport. I, I couldn't remember what it was. Poly what? Can we just quickly give a shout out to the gentleman that came to the show tonight, Sunday night, West Nyack, Levity Live, front row. He had gauges. Those are like the large earrings yeah, in yeah. his earlobes. Yeah. And I said, "Are you ever worried about you know taking those out and having the saggy lobes?" Yeah. Uh, and he said, yeah, I take him out. It looks like a cat's butthole. And uh, I did not know what to say to that. I just simply. <laughs> the one time where the cat got your tongue. Yeah. Cat got that ass. <laughs> I call them uh, old cat ass ears. That's what I was at, calling them. At Frieder Jim writes, my new favorite activity, listening to Cashing In with TJ Miller on half speed. So they sound drunk. You know what? I heard that, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you this. On this particular episode, I am drunk. And so what you're going to want to do is speed that up so that I sound like I'm a professor who showed up early to class. I thought, Yeah, I thought you'd have some type of comment about ah! that one. Uh, di- uh, you're also having trouble pronouncing I'm, I'm, actually, I'm starting to drink a little bit. Greg Zilla writes, if an emu is feeling left out, could you say he's ostrich-sized? You could. I save the puns for you. Or you could say he's um, emulone. <laughs> he feels emulonely. Yeah. Yes, I like that one. Thank you for saving the puns for me because those are the ones that don't work. I, <laughs> There's a lot of people listening right now in this moment that are like, wish I could have those couple someone seconds wrote, back. Someone wrote, I was getting my taxes done. Should you trust an accountant who refuses to, quote, flimsy up the numbers? 
I like that. Uh, no, that's a, that's a callback to one of our previous yes. ones. Okay, I would say no to that. But if they agree to number up their flimsies, <laughs> so that you have a good stock of the number of flimsies yeah. they're doing, yeah, I, I trust that. Okay. Account. Greg I trust him as far as I could throw him. And if, you know, he weighs about 145, 150 pounds, well, I, the intestines, I can throw him pretty far. Pounds. Yeah, I can throw him far enough to trust him. Greg Legs writes, uh, will donkey... Why con- do we say, yeah. I don't trust him as far as I could throw him, but why do we never say, I trust him as far as I could throw him? Mm. It's like there's no gruntled postal workers. You're right. Only there's disgruntled. No you know what? We're going to give you we a raise. You've been gruntled for too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's without getting a raise. You've, you've been, been gruntled. You've been disgruntled long enough that now we want to gruntle you and give you a raise. <laughs> and I want everybody listening to start saying, you know what? I love this guy. I, 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 can, I can throw him as far as I can trust him. And I can throw him pretty far. A gruntled coworker. Gave a lot of his associates flowers. On yeah, yeah, afternoon. <laughs> there was and a gruntled postal worker who showed up with donuts worker. this morning because uh, <laughs> he was very gruntled about his raise. <laughs> we got to go. We got to go. We got to get out of here. Well, let's we do one, back more on the wa- one more mask. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, Greg Legs writes, will Donkey Con 2018 be happening this year? I'm almost finished my The Jeff co- cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the problem. The Jeff said, I'm not going to Donkey Kong unless it's called Donkey and the Jeff Con. And Donkey, I, we think he neighed like, no, I won't do that. He obviously yeah. doesn't speak English. But he went, <laughs> and the producers took that to mean absolutely not. So it's just going to be Donkey Kong. Uh, the Jeff is not coming. Rick Stevens and the cat. Rick Stevens and the cat. Rick Stevens and afternoon. the cat. The cat's up next. Rick Stevens, keep it down. Uh, Rick Stevens actually asked the cat if they could do a, their own Rick Stevens and the cat con. And they've both <laughs> agreed to do it. Con. But in the contract, the cat, <laughs> Rick Stevens and the cat, Donkey and the Jeff, uh, Rick, St- what is it? It's what are the two programs? Donkey and the Jeff. Rick Stevens and the Cat and Donkey and the Jeff. Yes. So coming Rick, over to you live on Rick one hundred two point seven, the Rocker. Rick, Rick Stevens going back and forth between Rick Stevens and the Cat and Donkey and the Jeff. Rick Stevens uh, agreed to just one public double shot of bread coming at you live. <laughs> We're going nonstop with air, and we don't mean the band. It's just dead air with Rick Stevens and the Cat. The problem was that Rick Stevens. Uh, was okay with one private restroom and the cat wanted a litter box in every room in the entire Rick Stevens and the cat con. Yeah, yeah. And they just couldn't do that. It was said to be said in Pittsburgh and they just didn't, they didn't have the litter box. So it's still in the works. They're still trying to do it. They're trying. Live Nation is still trying to put a tour together. I'm having a tough time being okay with the fact that Rick Stevens and the cat and Donkey and Jeff, that Donkey and the cat have continued to tour, and Rick Stevens and Jeff are just getting the shaft. I mean, there's no way around it. They're having <laughs> a really tough time. Have you seen Donkey's Rider? Yeah. 
Have you seen Donkey's Rider? He requires that it was 10 humans are airlifted in to have sex with him before every show. That's Which in his rider. A, it's in his rider. That is a Victorian. You have to have sex with queen. ten humans before every show. And they have to be lowered on them. And <laughs> they can't be into, too big. Lowered into the ground. Or they'll kill the donkey. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And the cat just wants litter boxes <laughs> in every room. And to not be around Rick Stevens. They're not on talking terms because the Nobody's cat, speaking. They're not they're not on talking terms because the cat can't talk. <laughs> So we got a real problem here, which is two of the programs that compete with cashing in, uh, Rick Stevens and the Cat and Donkey and the Jeff, uh, they're just not on speaking terms, partly because Donkey doesn't speak English and the cat only meows. Ten lubed up humans, airlifted in, airlifted in. Imagine that is that. so disgusting. Whereas the cat, gotta, yeah. the cat has been abstinent since it took the same oath the Jonas Brothers did yeah. in 1990 nothing. I had no idea. I didn't either because it's not true. <laughs> we have to go. We have to go. Hey, it was great to see you, buddy. It's been a great time. Let's do it again soon. Let's do more. Thank you for coming on my tinkers. Uh, well, thank you. And I'm I'm so happy that we matched. And uh, to all the listeners, I'm so excited. Please watch this uh, season of Silicon Valley and enjoy it. But uh, I hope you also uh, enjoy, because I certainly do, uh, the time that I'll have to be able to do the podcast, to do stand-up. Yeah, come out and see these shows. Uh, yeah. See Ready Player One We've in theaters at the end of March. We've got a bunch of dates coming up It's going to be fun. We've got a lot of dates coming up. Uh, TJ Miller does not have a website.com for dates. Uh, Cash, where yeah. can they find your dates? Well, I'll be, I'll be, I'll put them on my website too, and I'm going to be airlifted in. No, I don't even want to juxtapose this. To it, it feels like he went from <laughs> I don't have a website to I'm having donkeys airlifted in <laughs> to fuck me in the specific venues. Uh, check us out. We're coming to a, a city near you. We are. Thanks for coming, buddy. And the cat. <laughs>